This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome on in WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you. And you know what it's time for. Weekly NFL picks. Five games against the spread. My favorite five picks for week five in the NFL. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following the podcast here. Tough week last week. Did not do well. Had my best week so far in week three. Week four was a disaster. I was on the wrong side of so many. And, um, and really, I, I had to re- reevaluate some things. Now, I'm, I'm going back to some of the teams that I've been backing all year because I just love the numbers this week. But I think we've got a clearer picture of the league right now. Top 10 or so teams starting to emerge. I feel better about this week's picks than I did. Like When I saw the, the board this week, I was like, ah, I don't know about the numbers. But I like some of these short numbers. I think we get some value here. Let's go into it. Five NFL picks for week number five in the National Football League. All right, game number one this week. And... You know, I, I debated a couple different ones, but I'm going to go with the New England Patriots plus the one at home against the New Orleans Saints. A couple things strike me here. Belichick embarrassed after a terrible loss, the worst loss of Bill Belichick's career last week in Dallas. I mean, really, I, I thought Dallas was the, the right side last week, but I didn't think it was going to get that bad. I mean, it was really bad. There's a question about Mac Jones' job right now, but I think it's a very nice landing spot for New England, getting a point over at FanDuel right now. The New Orleans offense is bad. They're coming off a loss at home to Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers. I don't like Dennis Allen. I think that we're talking about a team right now that is 0-3-1 against the spread. They're a favorite right now on the road outside out of a dome. This is a defensive game. Now, Judon, losing Judon Christian Gonzalez is a big deal for New England. There's no question about that. But they have a, a deeper defense. They're not just based on one rookie corner. They're not just based on one pass rusher. I think the New England pass rush will get after Derek Carr, who's obviously banged up. And I think this is a spot for New England to right themselves because you know the story's out there right now that you know the Belichick's going to get fired here. That, that this thing is is trending in a direction where Belichick's going to be out in New England. And I I am not at the point where I think we are witnessing yet the end. The, like I don't believe Belichick goes out with a whimper like this. Is he going to get fired after a seven and ten season? He very well might. I mean that is very very possible. But I'm not yet at the point where I believe it's going to go out with a whimper, that it's going to be that embarrassing for Bill Belichick. I love this spot for them. You know, at home, outside, dome team on the other side. They are a dog, so you get the point. I mean, it's a perfect tease spot if you want to tease it up to the plus seven. I, I like this. I, I, the coaching advantage is significant. Derek Carr, 19-31-2 against the spread on the road since 2017. Least profitable quarterback in that span. Carr is a road favorite. No, thank you. I will take the other side. I'll plug my nose with Mac Jones, and I will take the Patriots plus the one for game number one this week. Game number two, and you're going to say, Joe, you got to stop. You got to quit him. You got to stop. And I'm going to say, 
One more week. I'm going to plug my nose. I'm going to do it. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers at home, plus four and a half. I was dead wrong last week. Houston is better than I thought. Pittsburgh, I, I, I ignored some trends last week in terms of going west and then going back on the road. You know, I, I really did. I, that was a bad pick by me to take the Steelers against the Houston Texans last week. But I think we're getting such an enormously big number that it's too hard to ignore. So the total on this game in Pittsburgh right now over at FanDuel is 38 points. Yet we're getting four and a half right now with the Steelers. That is an enormous, enormous number on a, such a low total. Kenny Pickett practice looks like he's going to be able to play with the knee injury. If not, I don't think the downgrade for Jabrisky is a big deal. And in this matchup, it's it's remarkable. The dog in this matchup wins. That that's who wins when it's Tomlin and it's John Harbaugh. The dog wins the matchup. It's it's almost every time. Like you go through the years with these two teams. Just t- you'd have so much money if you just took the underdog because they're always three point games anyway. I mean, they're almost always the same kind of game anyway. In the regular season, when the line is three or more in this in this series in this in this rivalry, the underdog is twenty one three and three against the spreads. It's 05. In the regular season, the underdog is twenty two five and three against the spread when Tomlin faces Harbaugh. Just think about that for a second. Twenty two five and three. Think about that percentage. To the dog. And we're getting four and a half points. The Ravens are banged up as well. They just were on the road in a physical division game last week. And I think the Ravens luck here. And they've got a lot of luck so far this season in terms of the quarterbacks they've played. They got to face Dory Thompson Robinson last week. A banged up Joe Burrow earlier this season. They had to face CJ Stroud in his first start on the road. And Stroud's proven to be very adept since then. I think this is where their luck runs out a little bit. This strikes me as a field goal game. I mean, is, is Baltimore going to win? The way they've played with Tucker, you know, on their side as a field goal kicker, yeah, I mean, they're they're. It's not a bad idea to think they're going to win the game, but four and a half. I'm playing the number in this one. Give me the Steelers plus the four and a half in game number two. Our game number three, and this one is a really interesting game, and the number is tricky because I think it lands right there. And I I lost the game earlier this season on a half point, but I'm willing to do it. I'm going to take the Falcons, minus one and a half at home against the Texans. The Texans' things have gone very right in spite of a lot of injuries on the offensive line. They lost another offensive lineman. They're going up against a pass rush that has been pretty good this year with the with the Falcons, with Calais Campbell. I think this is the week where the on the road, in a dome, loud in Atlanta, a Falcons pass rush has been very good. Jesse Bates, a ball-hawking safety. It feels like a week C.J. Stroud could make a mistake on the road. In a dome, loud, pass rush coming at him. A lot of offensive line injuries for the Falcons, excuse me, for the Texans. Falcons could take advantage of that with their interior pass rush. Texans are bad against the run. Desmond Ritter has been perfect, and I mean perfect at home. Different quarterback at home versus the run. At home, he can win. At home, he can win. You saw it the first two weeks of the season. He can win at home. Different quarterback on the road. You take him out of Atlanta, and he's just totally different. Arthur Smith's they could buy him. I, I, this is Three straight games of plug your nose, take a an offense that's below level right now, that's below average right now, to play better in their building as underdogs. Well, at least the Patriots and Steelers are underdogs. Plus, the Falcons is interesting because they're favorites in this game. It, it kind of tells you that the market is is really either not bought into the, Fal- the Texans or is not willing to die on the Falcons yet. After a lot of hype in the offseason, I thought I still believe they can win the NFC South, even though Ritter has been a disaster. 
so far, but I, I'm going to bet one more time on Desmond Ritter, one more time in his building. If he fails this week, I'm out. I promise you I won't be on Ritter anymore, but I'm going to be on Ritter this week because I think the run game can explode this week for the Falcons. I think the Falcons strike me as the kind of team they got to play their kind of game. They got to play their kind of football. It's got to go their way. It's almost like watching a basketball team that shoots a bunch of threes versus one that slows it down. The Falcons slow it down. If they're in a three-point shooting contest, they're probably going to lose. If they're in a three-point shooting contest on the road, they're probably going to lose. At home, controlling the pace, controlling the ball, their defense and their pass rush get to a rookie quarterback with offensive line issues in front of them. I like this spot for Atlanta. This is a spot play. All three are spot plays. I'm going against Dennis Allen. I'm taking a point with Belichick. I'm going against the bigger number in a very tight rivalry with the Steelers and the Ravens. Ravens also have injuries to account for as well. I'm going against a rookie quarterback that has been perfect so far, and I'm going to now think he's not going to be perfect in a tough environment for for C.J. Stroud. I'm going to back a good running game against a bad run defense. Those are the first three picks. Patriots plus the one. Steelers plus the four and a half. The Falcons minus one and a half. All right, game number four. And this one, I really have some some weird energy about this game when it comes to the Eagles. I'm going to take the Los Angeles Rams plus the four and a half at home against the Eagles. I think this is a really challenging matchup for Philadelphia, specifically their back end of their defense against a really productive passing game right now. I mean, the Rams are averaging nearly 400 yards of offense per game. Puka Nakua has been incredible so far. You know, Cooper Cup now coming back, 2-2 out. Well, that is a really, really, really good receiving core right now. Sean McVay, I took him last week. I've taken him a lot this year. September, October, 35-14 and 14 against the spread. I mean, really, he's he, he's good. He is good early in the season. And you look at this game here and this matchup here, you know, McVay, 13-9-2 against the spread as a dog. He's covered four straight as a home dog. And I look at this matchup and I say, they can throw the football really well. The Eagles have struggled to stop the pass in most of their games this year. No Fletcher Cox on the Eagles defense. This is a spot where it feels like the Eagles, who have been, I think, luckier than great so far this season, even maybe more lucky than very good so far this season, it's it's going to it's going to come back to get him a little bit. This feels like a 38-28, 31-28 game. Now, will the Eagles win it? They certainly can. Jake Elliott's been an awesome field goal kicker. You could see him hit another one at the buzzer, and the Eagles get to 5-0. and But I will take the 4.5 points. This feels close. I can see the Rams controlling the ball through the run and the pass with those two wide receivers. No Fletcher Cox will hurt the Eagles. Long travel, long trip for the Eagles, off overtime. Both teams off overtime, by the way. So it's not like, well, the Rams went into OT. What about the Eagles? No, both teams off OT, which I think evens the the balance a little bit. I'll point it towards the home team not having to travel off of OT. So you throw that in the mix as well. And I think the Rams have been the sneaky best team in the NFL no one's talking about. I, I look at them, and I think there's a real chance they're going to they're end up in the postseason. Like They strike me as a team that's going to win 10 games and end up in the postseason. This is one of those games, one of those spots you look back on if they do do that. Like this was a tipping point kind of for their season. And I just feel the Eagles are flirting with a, with a loss here. I mean, you think about, just think about this past week. They barely beat the Commanders, who have now shown to be, over weeks, one of the worst teams in the NFL. Their defense is horrendous. They give up 30 points. Every, they give up 40 points to the Bears. The Bears couldn't find the end zone if you put them on the one-yard line until two weeks ago. And now they got 40 points on the board last night on a short week. They made Justin Fields look competent. So wh- what does that mean? And also on the other side, the commander's offense only put up 20 against the Bears' wretched defense. They can't rush the quarterback. 
And the Eagles let them have a lot of points last week. Let them go to overtime. Let Sam Howell go right down the field. Sam Howell had five, took five more sacks last night. The Eagles did not have a you know banner day against Sam Howell, who couldn't do what he had to do against the Bears. The Bears barely beat the Cardinals. The Bears barely beat the Broncos. The Bears have gotten their doors blown off at home twice now in, in two and a half weeks by the Bills, good team, and by the Bears, horrible team. So what does that say about the Eagles? I, this whole thing is starting to tell me the Eagles are right now ripe for a loss, and I think there's a real chance the Eagles are going to have a tough time with this passing game for the Los Angeles Rams on Sunday. I'm going to take the Rams plus the four and a half points at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, my last game here, and this is a, this is a coaching one. I'm just going with coaching. I'm going with coaching, extra time to prepare. I will take the Green Bay Packers at home coming up on primetime Monday night football. I'm going to take Green Bay here with getting a point. I can't believe they're underdogs in this game. The Raiders are terrible. Has anyone watched the Raiders play the first you know half of the season, first quarter of the season? I'm going to take Packers plus the one. I might tease this game with some of my other games. I'm going to take the Packers plus the one here on Monday night. Extra time to prepare. I love the team on the Thursday game. The whole extra time to prepare. Home road doesn't matter. There's no home advantage in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's the Devontae Adams revenge game. But I believe I'm getting the the better coach by far in this game of the floor. When both teams are on extended rest, the under has been a play so far this season, okay? That, that I think, plays into the Packers who have the better defense here. LaFleur, second most profitable coach in the NFL against the spread since 2019. I, I think we're talking about a team, especially LaFleur is a dog, 16-6 and six against the spread. It's a good spot for the Packers to save their season here, R- really. You know, and McDaniels, I mean, we're, it's, a, it's a long time now. We go back to, you know, he started his career 6-0 in Denver all those years ago. Since then, he's 12-31 and 31 straight up. I mean, goodness gracious. He is a, he, one of the worst coaches you were ever going to find in the NFL. And I don't think the guy could coach at all. So I, I think we're looking at a spot where the Raiders really start to fall apart and tumble, infighting the whole Chandler Jones situation, which is just sad. I, I don't trust the Raiders as far as I could throw them. And I think this is a nice week for the Packers, for Jordan Love, for their weapons now. Extra week, 11 days. Aaron Jones, more part of the offense, gets his feet back under him. Big knife for Christian Watson. Give me the pack here, plus the one at home, Monday Night Football. I'm feeling a bounce back week. I am feeling it here. Bounce back week for the picks. All right. Patriots plus the one at home against the Saints. Steelers plus the four and a half at home against the Ravens. Falcons, very slight favorite at home, minus the one and a half over the Texans. Give me the Rams plus the four and a half at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. And I will take the Packers, short, short dog, plus the one at home. Again, excuse me, on the road, but it could be like a home game in Las Vegas. It's a big tease week. If you like these games, you could tease the Patriots to seven. You could tease the Patriots, the Steelers to ten and a half, the Rams to ten and a half, Packers to seven. There's, a, you know, you could pair, you could pair two or three or four tease legs. I mean, I, I you, any combination, I, I like those because a lot of low numbers. So you think about tight games. Is one team really going to win by double digits or seven or eight or nine? Probably not. I like them. Hopefully you have a great week with your picks. Enjoy all of the football. We're back, as always, on WIP Daily with more weekly NFL picks next week. Thanks so much for listening, subscribing, following the podcast, WIP Daily. And don't forget, the 94 WIP YouTube page is where you find all of our video content. Myself and Tucker Bagley put up a ton every single week. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy your Sunday. We'll talk soon on WIP 